Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. Today, I'd like to talk to you about something that I feel is the basis for everything and anything, and it's passion, and how it can stir up your insides and make you feel like you are the most special woman in the world when you find that right man. For instance, I take great pride in being able to speak for both of us. Because there's just certain things that people are afraid to talk about, things we feel, women, more than men. And I just feel it's got to come out in the open. How are we going to move ahead if we keep everything inside? We need to be able to grow from each other's thoughts and advance and make mistakes. And I'm not trying to sound like some women's liberalist, but we are of the same sex, and chances are we're thinking alike. So let's compare notes. What could it hurt? For instance, let's talk about passion. It's something that we're all born with. It's just we don't always know what to do with it. It gets misplaced, or lost, or abused. Passion comes in all forms. For instance, people watching, riding the train. The person that just happens to sit next to you might share the same passion. And you don't know unless you say something that ties the two of you together. I did that. This guy threw his newspaper down on the seat next to me, and I looked up at him and I knew he'd had it. His day was up to the top of his head. (laughs) So I said, rough day? And he just looked at me with that look that just says, you have no idea. He sat down, and the next thing you know, we just started talking. And we were talking about passion. Total strangers discussing passion. His passion was for work. He was so involved on a daily basis, he took the train four hours a day back and forth. But I could tell that something was missing. Even though he was so passionate about what he did for a living and what he did on a daily basis, something was missing. And I told him. I said, what about your soul? What are you doing for your soul? And he just stopped talking and he looked at me. And in that look, I saw it all. He was definitely missing what he needed. It was a look that said, I don't want to admit this to a stranger. I don't want to admit this to myself. But yeah. I'm missing something. So I let it be known that I myself was sort of in that kind of holding pattern, looking, wondering, a little bit afraid, but in need. And so it began. So we swapped business cards, as people do. I got off the train, chalked it up to a great experience. It was an intimate moment that I got to share with a stranger, and it was nice. 
and it was really something I needed. So I came in, said hello to my family, went to the computer, sat down to see what mail I might have missed during the day, and don't you know, there was an email from my train friend. He told me it was a pleasure to meet me. He told me that he felt he was fortunate to bump into me because he wasn't aware that the passion was lurking inside, and he wanted to know if we'd continue our friendship. I didn't think twice. I just clicked and said, yes. <laughs> there must have been two weeks that went by, and within that two weeks, there must have been 150 emails that went back and forth, one more profound than the next. It's amazing what's inside of you that you just aren't even aware of. I found myself thinking about them all the time. You know how you do that? It almost cripples you from getting anything else done during the day. You know. And he was so cute. That was a year ago. <laughs> we still talk. We still see each other. We still compare notes. And we still feel grateful for what we found. So, all I'm saying is, you never know where you're going to find that passion or to what capacity it's going to show up. Grab it when it comes. And don't be afraid of it if it shows up in an unconventional form. It's all good. Soak it up just like the sun. Never, ever ignore your desire for passion. I'm just that type of woman that you never know what's going to come out of my mouth next. But I do want to talk to you about love. I mean, it goes hand in hand with passion, right? I'm Robin Marshall. You can call me Sugar Mom. I'm Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom, and it's my special treat to be talking about love today, one of my favorite subjects. What I have determined this last year is that there is a huge difference between being in love and loving, and not everybody gets that, especially if it's the guy you're involved with. Lord have mercy. Just because somebody tells you they're in love with you doesn't mean that you have to reciprocate. Things just happen. It's like Cupid hits at warp speed for some. And for others, we just need to mosey along and take our time. It doesn't mean we won't get there. It just means you can't rush us. But shouldn't the bottom line be, if there's a piece of you that does love somebody, it should be nurtured, embraced, given deep consideration, pondered, until the person that owns all of those things can make up their mind as to whether they want to take that next step into being in love. And if they don't, is it worth it for the person that is in love to stay with the person that loves them? I don't know. I think to be loved is very special and definitely has worth. In love is just something that you should feel grateful for if it happens to you once or twice in your life. And when two people are in love with each other and really, really are, and recognize it, they're the luckiest people in the world. So many questions going through my head lately. We see so many people that start out happy, in love, 
that fade as time goes by. Sometimes even both of them wind up loving each other and not being in love at all. Is it worth staying? Is it worth staying together if you just love each other? I think that's what I'm trying to get at. The divorce rate is sky high, 60%. Is it because they don't like each other anymore or they just love each other and they want to be in love again? Oh, this might be all semantics, but I really don't think so. I know what it is to be in love. The last 25 years of my life, I want to be in love again. There's nothing better. (laughs) Nothing. It's all-encompassing. So if you are that person that's in love, feel special and lucky. And if that person you're in love with is in love with you, you're like a goddess or god. Hang on to it. Don't squeeze it too tightly, but just be grateful for what you've got. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you find what you're looking for, and I also hope you keep what you've got. Love you. Have a great one. It's Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. Oh, and what we're about to discuss is hot. It's seduction. Somebody just recently asked me to talk about my three favorite subjects. (laughs) Made me stop and think for a second. Hmm. The first one is absolutely seduction. I can't help it. It's just the way I am. I just believe after watching TV and listening to music over the last, let's say, 25 years, that every single thing that's either on the air TV or radio is in your face. Where is there room to use your imagination at all? I just feel everybody's brain needs to have that little missing puzzle piece. That piece that has a man say to a woman, you've got my attention. Or a woman say to a man, whatever you want, it's your choice. Because if you can have everything... What's left to want? There's an art to seduction. Remember Gypsy Rose Lee? She was the sexiest dancer on stage, but she'd never let you see anything but legs and arms. Never. She'd have a huge fan that she'd take her clothes off and drop them sexily onto the stage, but that fan would be where the clothing had been. Well, that's the way life should be now. You don't have to divulge everything all up front. Have a little fun with it. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. What's wrong with teasing? Not teasing to hurt somebody, but teasing with the intent of following through. It's wetting somebody's appetite. Don't you love surprises? Don't you love to have somebody lead you down a path that you're not really sure where it's going to end? Somebody you trust. Somebody you're enticed by. It's seduction. Try it. Here's one thing I would really, really suggest you try. Take one of your favorite sexy songs. You know, something that really gets you going. Blast it. 
the next time you're alone. I mean, so that the neighbors might be able to hear it. Find a full-length mirror and put on some skimpy lingerie, stockings, heels, anything that you could think that your partner might like to see come off of you. And then just strip. Nobody needs to see you except you. Just watch yourself. Open your eyes and look and realize that woman is you. You still have it in you. And your partner is going to love it. Oh my God, I'm getting myself excited just telling you about it. You gotta try it. But do it my way. When I do it, I make sure that I have some kind of prop, whether it's a towel or a cape or a jacket that I can just slide something down underneath and let it fall to the floor. Isn't that what they say? It's all going to wind up on the floor anyway. But then just all you have left on is a vest or a jacket or something that you can tell that you took that other piece of clothing off, but you're not showing anything. That's your finish line. Keeping somebody excited while not giving it all up at once. There you have it. It's seduction. It's a blast. Practice makes perfect. And I just wanted to mention, I do have a Sugar Mom store. And one of the items that I'm selling is an umbrella. And it's the kind that's automatic, like you push the button and it pops open. What a perfect prop. For stripping. My God, you want to take it off? Open up the umbrella and let everything else fall to the floor while that umbrella is placed strategically in front of you. And it says Sugar Mom on it. Was I not thinking ahead or what? Find it at sugarmom.net or on Facebook, Real Sugar Mom. You'll love it for normal occasions as well as extraordinary occasions like these. It's Robin Marshall. (laughs) Thanks for listening. America's number one sugar mom. Why? Because that's what they call me. I don't know why. I say things that you think. And you know what just popped into my head? I want to talk about swagger. Yes, the little mysterious thing we own and know how to work to get what we want. I'm Robin Marshall, America's number one sugar mom. Can we talk about swagger? I'm not here as a magician with a bag filled with tricks. I'm also not here to suggest you do something that might make you uncomfortable within yourself. We all have that line in the sand, the moral barriers we've been brought up with and the discretion that keeps us safe in our own space. I'm here to help you remember. I'm here to help you work with what you had and what you have. And by the time I'm done with you, you'll be having heads turn when you walk in a room. It'll be because of how you look and the swagger you've regained. We all have swagger, but sometimes it gets swallowed up in life because we're too busy taking care of everybody else. I want a stranger to say to you, y'all got a porch to go with that swing? (laughs) That's my goal for you. 
(laughs) Swagger is not necessarily in the way we walk or look. It's what we exude, what comes out when we enter that room. Some call it an aura. Some call it confidence. Some call it sassy. I call it being a sugar mom. You already have some. How do I know this? You're here. You need nerve to step up to this life plate after passing first, second, third, and home. And still you want to make that change. We have so many plates spinning as it is that the fact that you're willing to listen, share, and hope for what you really do deserve takes a lift of the chin and a smack on the butt. You go, girl. I'm extremely intuitive, always thinking five steps ahead, and I'm very caring. Let's be real. The five steps ahead part is because I've got five kids and needed one step for each kid or I'd have been committed to a loony bin long ago. They would have run all over me. The intuitive part is what I'm most proud of because it's not learned. It's just inherent. It helps me in so many ways to see through the clutter. And the caring part gives me great pride when I find someone like you that I can use those five strides to clear the clutter from your poor overfried brain and help to remind you of who you were and who you can be. I'm the in-between person. I've always called myself that because it's happened more often than not. Almost like I'm the wood-planked, swaying bridge that stretches across a lake. I'll be the bridge, and you start walking. Ready? You step on the bridge, and you feel it move, slowly. Not much action as you look down at the still, murky water. Taking steps across the bridge, the wind picks up slowly, just enough to feel it a Taking steps across the bridge, and the wind picks up slowly, just enough to feel a bit cool. Steadily, the bridge begins to bounce and move left to right, and the water becomes rougher, enough so that you need to hold on to the ropes to keep yourself steady. One step, two steps, three turn into twenty, and before you know it, you're more than halfway. You look back and see where you've been. And as you look, the bridge begins to calm down. What's behind you is your history. And when you look forward, you see that you've held on tightly to the ropes of your life, kept the important parts, and your steps become steady. The water is clear and calm, and you're walking towards who you want to be. Keeping the past and infusing your present will give you back the swagger you've earned in life. We all lose our way at some point, but that bridge represents what I want to do for you. Give it back. Take my imaginary hand and let me show you what you really do own. And it just needs to be fine-tuned a bit. Moxie is something we're born with. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. It can be shushed by those that are afraid of it. 
Isn't it your time now to remember your passion, where it came from, not resent where it's gone, but just pick it up and start running? Do you agree? You know, I want to tell you a little bit about the book that I've written next. The basis for the entire book, while sexual, is humility. It's called The Diary of a Sugar Mom. I wrote a book called The Diary of a Sugar Mom. And the book is very seductive, but it's also filled with humility in that it talks of a woman who's got a lot of children and she tries to make ends meet as she loses her job and she looks into the world of sugar daddy as a last resort because she felt she still looked good enough. She was older, yes, and she had heard that college girls did it primarily to trade or have monies paid for tuition. But this woman saw a special on TV with regard to this whole world that opened up in front of her and decided to take a chance herself instead of losing the house or not having the rent or not having food on the table while having several children. And she put up a profile on one of these sugar daddy sites. And lo and behold, there were men out there that were more attracted to women her age than younger girls. The story goes on to explain several of the incidents that she gets herself involved in. The monies earned, the dedication and devotion to her children. And I won't spoil the rest. If you want to pick it up, you can buy it right on my website, sugarmom.net. I'll even autograph it. But the reason I bring it up is any new author that writes a book knows they're not going to become a millionaire from that book unless they get extremely lucky. You must have a business plan behind you or some other kind of thought process that's backing up the book. And mine was I wanted to start a group and have this group be mainly for women to show them that they can be empowered, that there's still much more to life after the age of 40 or 50, they still have so much more to do and to offer, not just their families, but the rest of the world and themselves. I called it Sugar Mom. I went as far as trademarking the name, which can I tell you, everyone I know swore I could never get that done because of the similarities between Sugar Mama and Sugar Mom. In order to trademark something, you've got to send it through your attorney to the courts and have the judge look at it and offer approval. And the paragraph that I wrote to this judge included, there is no sexual connotation with the words sugar mom. This is to enlighten, engage, and make women more aware of their independence and what they can do with it and how they can grow. And man, oh man, was I surprised when I got the letter in the mail stating, Robin Marshall, you now own the trademark Sugar Mom. Picture me jumping up and down like a lunatic, waving the paper in my hands. <laughs> but here's the really odd part of the story. I've started a Sugar Mom Facebook page. I have a Twitter page, Instagram, website, 
in one week, I had 1,600 likes on the Facebook page. I'm doing well with the website. I've got products I'm selling. And the message is, women who want to live a life less ordinary. Follow along. Let me show you how to do it. Step outside the box a little bit. Enjoy yourself. Let yourself be sexy. Do what you feel you need to do in order to become that person you used to be that you might have lost a ways down the road. The oddity is, yes, there are women that are following, but I notice there are more men that are following, and I've finally figured it out, I think. Women are attracted to this way of thinking, and yes, they secretly have wanted to do this for a long time. Come out of their shells. Be a little bit more seductive, not just for them, but for the man or person they're involved with. But the men like it because they want to see their partner act a little bit more like I'm describing. So they're backing me. They're backing what I'm saying in order to have me push more towards their wife. I can just picture it in my head. Honey, there's this woman on the radio named Sugar Mom. Why don't we sit down and listen? (laughs) But they're right, and I don't blame them. And ladies, seriously, let your husband be involved. Let him know you're trying. Do the things I suggest you do. If you want to keep that marriage hot and alive, or at least bring it back to life. Little things like change up your hair, buy a wig, use a different colored lipstick. My God, use lipstick. Shave your legs. Don't wear panties when you go out with him and let him know it. Silly little things that really mean a lot to a man. That's why they want you to listen to me. And that's why they like me. In fact, I've even thought of doing a show just for them. Let me talk to your husband and tell him what he needs to do to get you to want to do the things that I'm talking about. Maybe he needs to lighten up a bit. Or maybe he needs to step outside the box and do something a little bit different, like possibly send you flowers for no reason. When was the last time that happened? Either way, I'm here to help you both, whether it comes from you to him or him to you or me to both of you together. A sugar mom is a woman who wants to live a life less ordinary and figures out a way to make it happen. Let me ask you this. The way things are right now, the man you've been married to for 20, 25 years, the one who's holding on to the clicker for dear life when you walk into the living room or the den, that guy, can you imagine living that life for another 20, 25 years? I don't think so. Look at the divorce rate. Many people have smartened up and realized we're not in the June Cleaver era anymore. This is not a man-bashing session. This is a let's-figure-this-shit-out session. What did our moms used to say? Shit or get off the pot? That's what this is. So think about all the things that are in your bucket list that have been for probably the last 10 years that you've not done a thing with. That bucket is beyond full. It's brimming over. You cannot allow that to happen. And your husband knows it. He can see you're getting restless. That's why he's listening to me. 
Ask him to be involved. No kidding. Honey, would you mind unzipping the back of my dress? It seems to be stuck. At first, he'll act like, yeah, sure, no problem. But as he's unzipping and he realizes that you have nothing on underneath, that man would have to be crazy not to reach in just to make sure and feel the woman he's married to. That's just the beginning. Oh my God, I have so many little tricks that would have you spinning on your head. More importantly, have him spinning on his head. <laughs> like, have you ever stripped for your husband? I mean, seriously, stripped, seductively, to a great piece of music. Do you have the nerve to do it? Do you have the desire to do it? It's so much fun. You don't even have to know how to dance. You just have to know how to take it off on the right beat and how to cover things up before he's allowed to see. It's called seduction. Remember that? I think I need to do a video of that just for women. Like a class. How to strip for your husband. That would be a blast. I'm no Gypsy Rose Lee, but I certainly know how to put it on just to take it off. I don't want to be long-winded. Everything that comes out of my mouth, I want to be compelling enough for you to want to hear the next thing. But the bottom line is, you either want to make a change in your life, or you're very happy with your life right now, and more often than not, that means you're in denial. Unless you're one of the 2% that has the perfect marriage. And for the life of me, I don't get it. But if you have it, I'm envious. Really, truly. Make up your mind. First, do you want to stay in this marriage or relationship? Second, do you want to stay in it the way you are? Or do you want to fix it? Third, do you just want to get out those are the things that are debatable. And you know, I neglected to say, even if you're single, it's time to reach into the bucket and start working on the list. Maybe call that boyfriend from high school. What could it hurt? I think you've heard enough from me today. I mean, the information I just threw your way is probably up to the top of your head. Maybe I'll be a little more gentle on you next time. Maybe not. I think it all depends on your husband <laughs> and what he really wants. We're going to make him want you to change for the better. And then what's going to happen is you're going to change so much for the better that your eyes are going to open up like boing and you're going to realize there's a whole world out there, not just your husband. And I'm not saying that in a way that means you have to go sneaking around and cheating. I'm just saying you're going to rediscover your self-worth. And you're going to watch his eyes and his attitude change towards you. As it should. I'm Robin Marshall. And I'm America's number one sugar mom. And you could be a sugar mom too. Let me know when you get there. <laughs> Talk with you soon.
A Westwood One podcast production.